think that was the perfect way to uh, end it in. Hey, welcome back to the Mission Control Podcast. Bobby McGee! Yeah! You planned it that way, didn't you? No, just, it's, yeah, it was ending as I, as I, <laughs> as I hit record on everything. Wow. Um, as you can see, um, as you can hear, we uh, have reset up the studio into a new, uh, uh, a new feel. New feel. Can you blow that candle out? New feel. Oh, holy! <laughs> the whole thing's fucking burning down. Oh, um, I, forgot, I forgot to blow out the uh, incense. It was uh, lit. It was very getting very hot. <laughs> holy shit! Uh, it feels really. It feels amazing to be behind a desk. I know. I've probably been complaining a bit about <laughs> sitting on the the couches. I mean, it looked fine, and it, it it did its job all the way until now. I'm really proud that we got this far with with just such minimal. Uh, need to move things around you it, know it felt comfortable and it felt too comfortable and that is why we decided to sit upright again let my uh belly uh <laughs> suck its way back in i wasn't gonna say anything yeah. but uh <laughs> we, were, we were saying we should give it a, a, a pair of headphones and a microphone <laughs> <laughs> i mean we probably just could have cropped the camera better but yeah no it, it feels it feels much better mm-hmm. in here um as you can probably see in the video we do have the lights on yeah, uh, yeah. we're gonna give that a shot it's maybe it shows up a bit brighter in the <coughs> camera so you can see my uh beautiful face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep, but yep. we we will probably bring the lights back down at some stage yeah I, I wanted to have a setup where um i could you know really get hands on and look things up and feel really comfortable uh, reading from notes and things like that. And I felt that, yeah, definitely the couch was making me not as alert, I think, during podcasts. That that incense <laughs> is intense. It's just uh, blowing in front of the camera there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got some dragon's blood. Yeah, not actual dragon's blood. Push, but push the, the, can you push the um, okay, yep. thing a bit further across? Obviously, the wind's going that way. Put 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 it yeah, yes perfect yeah, that'd be yeah. a good spot right underneath. So the, how, how are you off. feeling? You feeling better? You feeling better sitting up? Feeling yeah. good? Yeah, at the moment I'm sort of I'm 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 leaning on the table. Mm-hmm. It's my new pose. You know, it's chilling. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't want to lean back in the chair because then I feel yeah. again too faded. But might need to get faded. a new chair. Yep, yep. Uh, it's good. It's it's um kind of rekindling. You know, we we've always had a desk. I think we've literally always had a desk until this season. Um, since the new place, we resorted to the couches. But well, we did have the coffee table. Yeah, the, <laughs> the coffee table. That yeah. was a pretty good uh, centerpiece for uh, a bit. Definitely. Yeah, I can't believe we managed to pull that off with all the spaghetti and the, all the cords <laughs> everywhere. Well, it's not any yeah. better now, but we do have a solid <laughs> surface, and we can yeah. display a few bits and pieces. Yeah, cool. I feel like a presenter now. This feels really good for those that can't see. Yeah, having a desk makes all the difference. Yeah, what's up, YouTube? <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, well, I probably should. Calm down, calm down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, we went for a nice walk last week. That was really nice. A walk? Yeah. You don't call it a walk. Uh, we didn't go for a walk. A hike. We went for a hike. Mm-hmm. We, we went to uh, John Forrest. That was suggested by our good friend, Mike. Um, and it was a really good day, and it makes me realize now, as an adult, that if you want to get anything done, you kind of got to get up fucking early. <laughs> it sucks. Like it's um, something that I've, I've always been a, a sleeper. You know, um, it's taken me a while. Actually, ever since I got the cat, that's been waking me up every morning. But um, it feels 
good to get things, you know, done earlier. I never realized the value of just doing stuff really early. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, I mean, it was a good motivation for myself. I didn't go out on Friday night, didn't drink. Mm-hmm. So I could be up early. And we, we were up at the crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. We were out there at 6 a.m. We met up there. And uh, four of us. And we just marched straight into the wilderness. <laughs> well, it wasn't really. Well, it kind of was wilderness. Yeah. But yeah. it was the nature trails, the walking trails up there. And yeah, which is good. Literally freezing cold. <laughs> it was freezing cold when we got it, got out there. Yeah, in the morning it was surprisingly cold. Yeah, but it warmed up really quick. The the weather was perfect. The it was like no clouds at all. Uh, we walked through John Forest. We did about twelve k's. We went to through the little tunnel. Um, the the, uh, the old um abandoned tunnel, which train uh, train tunnel. Yeah, it was. Uh, apparently it's haunted. They refer to it as the haunted tunnel. I'm not sure if it's actually haunted. But now you tell me, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a really cool walk. Um, we went to the lookout, the top of the hill with the lookout at John Forest. That was really cool. And we stopped by and we had a nice lunch with the kangaroos, mm. which I thought Mike was kidding when, when uh, he said that the sometimes the lady at the tavern lets kangaroos into the pub. And she actually did. Yeah. I turn around and the doors open. Fuck a whole kangaroo just. A whole one. In. A, a whole, whole kangaroo. A whole kangaroo. I turn around and that thing looks juicy. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. And then the another kangaroo that had little Joey in its pouch. Little Joey. Yep. Mm. Yep. That was. And then the birds that was swoop the magpies that was swooping in literally took that chip out of that girl's hand. Yeah. Picked up a chip, went to eat it, and this magpie just swooped in, grabbed the <laughs> chip, and kept going. I was like, what? Yeah. Magpies are fuckers, man. They're evil. Yeah. Once you let them have a bit, they get really entitled. Yeah. That was a good day. That was a really good day. What else? I've I've been dry for one month now. Um, it feels weird. I think every time if people watch the podcast, they're gonna think that I drink all the time. <laughs> because every single mission control, there's always a beer. Um, but it's been good to let that go for a while as well. But that, that, that's, yeah. For you, that has been your drinking time. Exactly. You, you yeah. come, you sit down here, we have a chat, mm-hmm. have a beer. Yeah. I mean, half the time I'm out drinking and I say, come out and drink. You're like, no, don't drink. Or, <laughs> or you'll meet me at the pub. Yeah. I'll be like three pints in and you'll be like, no, nah, that's all right. <laughs> but no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, but you're not a big drinker anyway not really no i mean like when 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 people see me with a beer on on the podcast that is usually my first beer of the week um and then i usually have two or three and then cap it there but no it's never been a big issue for me really but um i do feel it though like i get into that rhythm where you know you have a couple here and there and then before i know it like i feel like one every day like i could go for a pint every lunchtime if i wanted to uh, and it's a slippery slope for me because I have a really bad impulse issue. So I, 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 have, to, I have the, to call it. The last time I saw you drink properly and get really hammered, you started end up you were climbing up a chicken wire fence. What? Yeah. You, know, you were in a car park. It was opposite the Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the next yeah. thing I know, you're halfway up this fence. I was pretty high up it. You, you were <laughs> high up the fence. <laughs> um, oh, no. But no, well, I mean, I, I tried to get into that rhythm of not excessively drinking on weekends and trying to have like, you know, maybe one or two throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But I think I've probably got a bit of alcoholism 
that I'm uh, <laughs> or other things that I've been dealing with that it just same thing it becomes that slippery slope you have one you have a couple next thing you know it's just downhill yeah yeah um but i i I also feel like on the second or third day after really drinking or after like you know how you have those long weekends where you kind of drink every day for three days um i would find like on the second third day my anxiety is like off the chain like my irritability is high i have like barely any energy um but you know everyone handles it differently but yeah for me i think cutting cutting back definitely has its benefits definitely with the with the wallet as well because mm-hmm. i've been able to buy some shit yeah well that's, <laughs> that's been my my last three weekends is yeah. that sort of the three things i've realized that you lose through drinking is energy time and money yeah and mm-hmm. like as, as we showed on um saturday when we all met up we made that goal to you know meet up and go hiking and stuff and you know we had all we ended up with so much time we were all energized and we still had money mm-hmm. it was like fucking amazing yeah 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 and, and you know you i hate to sound like a dad but you know like you, your body breaks down alcohol less and less efficiently as you get older as well so i think it's like for me like i used to say i feel like a kardashian i've said like for me like 30 <laughs> like for me yeah for me, oh my God, I feel like stabbing myself right now. <laughs> like for me, for me, uh, yeah, uh, just one or two. I find like I, I turn into a bit of a dickhead as well, like when I drink too much. Oh, you don't need to drink for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like there's a side of me that comes out that's very impulsive. Like I'll be like, yep, I'm eating that or you know what I mean? Like it leads to other things, mm. you know. Yeah. The, well, the, you know, the jerking off, all that yeah. stuff. Well, that's why. Um, so last last Saturday, I bought a bottle of whiskey, no uh, bourbon actually, and I was uh, having some bourbon, and someone uh, invited me to go out. So you know, I drank. You know, I must have had about four bourbons. We walked over to Northbridge, spent about a minute standing there, and came straight back home. <laughs> I and I, I messaged him and said, "Look, that." No, not doing it. Uh, and from that, I've decided I'm going to do um, a December detox. Cool. All right. So I've decided, you know, I'm going to not drink. I'm going to limit, um, well, definitely try and cut back on tobacco as I try. My main goal is to be like when I drive, try not to have one while I'm driving because that's my uh, trigger. Uh, cut back on social media. I've deleted Twitter off my phone. I've put my social media account on private. Uh, I'm going to avoid going out to events if unless there's something big on and I have mm. to try and bite my tongue and try not to have a drink if I go out. But I'm going to try not to go out. But you're avoiding your triggers. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Thing. That's the thing that I've learned as well. The only real way to stand a chance is to avoid your triggers. Mm. So even though I do feel bad that I'm not out and about, I kind of feel like, well, I'm just prioritizing my health for a while, yeah, and well, then, I'll come, then I'll come back out. Yeah, that's later. the thing. Like, I, I, it's definitely not some sort of hiding thing. It's definitely mm. not something like, oh, I'm trying to get away. I'm trying to, you know, uh, no, it's nothing like that. It's literally. I mean, I was saying it a couple of weeks back. I've been saying to people, I'm going to do this December detox. Everyone thought it was the dumbest idea because December's when all the shit goes on. But um, the way I'm looking at it is, if I can work through December 
doing really well, then the end of year when it's uh, the Christmas, New Year's, that's the uh, the treat at the end. Yeah. 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 It's uh, spacing it out and choosing choosing your spots, I think. Yeah. So you make it count rather than, you know, kind of partying every weekend. And that is why we are now on this podcast. We're going to drink water and water only. <laughs> and co- I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. No, no. Oh. I mean, sugar's another thing I'm trying to cut back on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coffee's not that great either, but it's it's not as bad, I think, as, as the others. Mm. Um, you know, what I have two a day at the most, and I don't even have milk with it. It's just black coffee. Yeah. You know, no sugar or anything. I think <coughs> the the two things that I've put on my list that are going to be the hardest things to cut out is uh, porn, porn and conspiracies. <laughs> I mean, that's to that. But yeah. I figure if I, if I can, like I've deleted, not deleted my Twitter, but I've removed the app, the Twitter app. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any way to access it simply. <clears throat> and I figured maybe that will sort of try and cut back a bit because these last couple of weeks I've been going, uh, not deep, but I've been, yeah. On the porn or the conspiracies? Oh, both. <laughs> okay. Both. Yeah. Right. There's like, you know, 50 tabs open on each. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you have your little lineup, your little playlist, and you you try time that, that, that jizz for that one moment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you rack it up. You, you rack plan it up. it up, okay. You plan it up. Yeah. You're right. This is a good moment to jizz on. Yeah. And you play it back, and you try to land it right on that yeah, spot. You gotta, yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to time it. But then sometimes you miss, and it focuses on the dude's face. Yeah. And then you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it... it <laughs> not even going there. Yeah. So uh, you deleted Twitter because that was like a gateway to that stuff. I not. I didn't delete like my account. No, I, no. I mean like, yeah. the, the app on I your removed, phone. I removed the app. So I've actually. It's something that's really bugged me. And so you know, when I had my Samsung, I was always going through, and I play around with my phone. I'd be going through all these things, the way that you can customize and do all these bits and pieces with your phone. Now with the um the new uh. OS on Apple with the widgets and stuff. You can get a similar thing. So I've messed around with that. But I started getting into this routine where I'm looking at my phone and the only... I go to Instagram and then I go to Twitter. Then I go to Instagram and I go to Twitter. Mm -hmm. Then I flick through my phone trying to find something else to do. And I'm like, no, there's nothing else to do. So I close my phone. And it was like, if you looked at my screen time, it was just Instagram and Twitter, Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. Bit of chat on Telegram, Discord, Messenger chat, like, you know, communication, actually chatting yeah. communication stuff. But they're just, I felt like it came like this bad pattern of I'm just looking at Instagram. I'm just looking at Twitter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. what else do I do on my phone? Yeah. And I went through and I deleted all these apps that I don't use, like the the Notion app. Like, I, I don't do that. All these list making apps, I don't use them anymore. Uh, all these like social media, create my hashtags for me got rid of all that shit I'm like why do I have all this mm. wasted stuff on my phone and f- I don't use it the phone is really uh, just a, a little like there's no phone aspect to the phone really it's just a glorified social media machine really like there's been, when was the last time you actually like physically called someone and was like hey what's up oh, only if I ever need to yeah, it's only if it's... And no, usually you text first before even calling, right? I mean, that's the, the thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I use it through work. If I, you know, my boss call, asks me to call yeah. you know, a business, find something, so I'll call it. But I mean, I like to... It's, it's kind of weird because I feel like we... Like you and I grew up before these uh, devices, is what they're actually called, uh, were a thing where it was 
actually calling people. It was actually having proper engagements with people. Yeah. And so it's kind of like I, I can look at this phone and I know where it, what it was before. Like I know it, it, it's kind of not doing, I don't know how to put this. I don't want to say like doing negative. Hmm. Um, I don't know. How do I, how do I, how do I put this? I'm, I'm putting, I'm digging a hole here <laughs> as I usually do. I think it's sitting upright. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you say, you know, you, you call people, you message people, you use it as an actual communication object. You know, when mobile phones first came out, that's what they were. They were for yeah. calling and messaging. Yeah. But now the phones, now all these smartphones have all of this integrated technology and social media, all this stuff in this small little thing that it's taken away as being a, a something for communication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a device. That's probably a better name for it than a phone. Um, well, that's, but, that's what um, what's his name uh, Steve Jobs called it yeah he called it, it, first came, it device. device yeah 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 it's more akin to like a PDA or a personal assistant mm. than anything else yeah but you know you, you're right this is very it is probably a wise decision to get it off your phone I mean did you just find yourself on it all the time or like going back to it to get get yeah. your yeah get it, my dopamine hits yeah, yeah. It, it was like yeah. it's literally like going out for a cigarette break yeah. but you're having a social media kind of cigarette yeah. break right where yeah. you have to check if you missed anything or while i'm know. having a cigarette on my cigarette break yeah. i'm like <laughs> fucking doubling up it was terrible. double dopamine yeah, yeah. but where, where do you think that comes from do you think it's like uh, do you fear missing out on stuff is that is, is it that feeling that if you're not constantly checking on it that you're gonna, well i mean gonna miss something i want to there's i mean there's certain topics that i want to try and avoid going into uh, on this right, right now, but uh, one of the big things has been the whole election stuff. Yeah, and big, that's a giant thing. Yeah. It's a huge thing, and my Twitter feed has been nonstop of all the mainstream side of it, of what all the mainstream is saying, blah 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 blah, as well as all this uh, what not conspiracy right wing stuff, and it just becomes thing when I'm like, like. I, I've I've made my decision. I know what I feel. I know what I think is right. Mm-hmm. And just opening it up and getting fed all of this crap, which usually ended up being a lot of the mainstream stuff because all the other stuff's getting censored and they're just putting the mainstream stuff over the top. Yeah. It just pissed me off. I'm like, yeah. Why why have I why am I using this service and being told this, this and this? If I personally think that that's incorrect, if I personally don't agree with it, mm. you are kind of just torturing yourself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, like with movies like that, Social Dilemma, and all that stuff, th- there's definitely this element of you know, social media can. We always talk about the bubbles, you know, being shown what you always want to see, but now it's doing the opposite, where it's purposely triggering people. Mm. So it's forcing, you know, I hate to use the left-right uh, sort of bipartisan stuff, but it's it's making people that are over to the left more left and the people over to the right more right. Ooh. And it's it's really polarizing people by showing the worst aspect of the team that you don't like. You're yeah. always seeing the worst of the humanity. Div- the divide is Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, huge. And I'm starting to question, here we go, um, the... 
how real some of these videos are as well. You know, it, they'll pop up with no context, right, of something that is so highly geared towards, like it's such high-octane either violence or... And I'm talking about the Twitter videos of these rallies and riots and things like that. Okay, yeah, So yeah. It, it's, it's like you're getting these high-octane hits of just straight-out violence and, and, you know, police getting beat up, all this sort of stuff happening. Mm. Um, it really is like a horror. Like you're clicking on like... I, I, I feel like it, it has the same uh, chemicals as when you watch a horror movie where you can't look away. Yeah. You're like, this is horrific, but I can't look away. Well, and I, I think Twitter really taps into that shit. I was going to make an analogy. It's like going to a venue that you know you hate the music or drinking a drink that you know you don't like, but you keep drinking it or you keep going to this place. Even though you know you hate it, you keep going there. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I got on with the Twitter thing. Like I just, it wasn't giving me, it wasn't making me feel good. Yeah. Because I think it's because I thought it was all bullshit. Yeah. Because I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the election. I'm going to not talk about the election. Well, we, we, can, we can save that. And the reason that I am so hesitant is because things are changing so quickly as well. Yeah. Well, um, okay, I, will, I will, I will talk about the election. Yeah. But I'm not going to talk about the, the inside of the election, like, like what had actually happened. But the more the idea that, you know, you've got this one side that's pushing such strongly this one view so strongly. And then you've got this other view that opposes that view, but that view is being so just shut down. Yeah. Without, without even any sort of acknowledgement that, okay, maybe there could be, maybe there's something there. Yeah. There's none of that. It's just that you've um, listened to what we say. This is what is going on. If you don't believe it, then you are wrong. Like yeah. that's that's completely fucked. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it it it's it doesn't take. I find it strange because to me it it does it does it just all it takes is a little bit of critical thinking and just you know not being so emotional and knee jerk and just if, from a, a very central point of view. It's it's a no brainer. It's so obvious. One side is literally not being allowed to talk, mm. or or to, or to just be themselves, uh, a, okay. and and one one side has become synonymous with hate and things like that, which is is so unjustly so. And then th- to add on top of that, this sudden emergence of of corporations backing one side. Corporations willingly pushing one side. Corporations doing whatever is in their power to silence one side or to make sure that certain articles, you know, um, don't get leaked or, or shared. And I'm obviously referring to one big one, which was the New York article on Hunter Biden, the New York Times article. <laughs> which, I... well, hang on, but, but it, that's like from not even a left or right bipartisan anything like what why is an article why was an article so ravenously descended upon and banned yeah like that quickly if it didn't hold any weight you know there there was something so i mean like they're saying the hunter biden laptop made anthony weiner's laptop look like fucking yeah child's play yeah pun on those words because I don't want to go further on that. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the, there were certain things. That, so this is the idea when people say, oh, there's no evidence. There's none of this. There, sh- there is. That stuff is there. It yeah. is out there. I've seen it. People, everyone's seen it. But if you talk about it or if you try and show people, you get shut down, you get blacklisted, you get censored. And that's the problem. That's yeah. a fucking problem. I mean, I've I've seen yeah. a I've seen a video I've seen a photo of uh, Hunter Biden in a hotel room with supposedly um, Barack Obama's daughter. Hmm. With and it's it's there. It shows like um, her card, and it's got I don't remember her name, but there's Obama there, <coughs> and you know obviously yep. they're fucking on the bedroom with yep. uh, cocaine and shit everywhere. But then well, that might be fake. I don't know, but yeah, I've seen I it. Mean, but that all that shit. The 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 world of disinformation now is very maybe complex. I don't know. Do we cut that bit out? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've got the I've got the photo. I've well, got the photo on my phone. If it's public knowledge, I don't think well, we should cut it out. Well, I don't know if it's public knowledge. Okay. Well, either way, it was it was available to the public. But like I say, is that's the sort of stuff yeah. that does get censored. That's the sort of stuff. Yeah. That's conspiracy theory because mm-hmm. you've got a photo that of Hunter Biden with Michelle o- with uh, yeah. Barack Obama's daughter. Now to 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 play you know the other side. There is a very real threat of actual deep fakes being used to put hits out on people's character. Yeah. Now, that also happens as well. So I'm not willing to throw that possibility out that what if it could be some malicious rogue group that is taking people down by character assassination through deep fakes and things like that. Yeah. That's a very real threat that we're going to face in the future. Um, Basically, but we, uh, sorry to interject, but we are facing that right now with okay. Australia. The um, the, Ch- the Chinese released yeah, this yeah. photo of an Australian soldier cutting the throat of a child, mm. completely fake photo, yeah. but that's being pushed through how, the Chinese government. I'm a bit behind on that. How do, how do they know that that was actually fake? Is there like have you, have you seen the photo? Well, I, I, <laughs> it's a pretty I, pretty I, bad Photoshop. I kind of don't want to see, but is it is it because it looks obviously fake? Or I, yeah, I th- I think there's some obvious obviously staged mm-hmm. sort of um i'm not sure if, the, if there's much photoshop but it just looks like a complete staged photo See, like a propaganda this is what, photo shoot type thing this is another but which brings me to another point which is very strange like how how did the news media settle on the idea of fake photos when in every other instance when we as the public thought that there was a fake photo it was never acknowledged do you know what i mean like, why all of a sudden are they like, no, this is a, a fake photo, but the possibility of that happening to either, you know, Saddam or Osama, like, th- they ignore that possibility, but this one, they're like, this is definitely fake. It's because the mainstream write the narratives. Yeah. We, we as, as consumers, as um, the general public, we are not there to create narratives. We're not there to write stories or investigate. We are there to consume. We are we are there as mm-hmm. paying customers that all that they don't want our input, they don't want our ideas, they want our money. That's that's all it is. That's the way all I can see. It yeah, yeah. Is. Well, they they want to spoon fed the narrative. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's a very strange time because you know you can legitimately get banned or you know deplatformed for sharing articles now. I never thought I would see the day that you know that sort of thing would happen. But this is the world we live in now, I think. You know, information is kind of under attack, or objective information anyway is, is un- I think anyway, it's, it's under attack. And the, I think the, 
all the uh, oligarchs, all the corporations, all the um, mainstream social media platforms are all, for some creepy reason, are all complicit in propping up one narrative while silencing the other. Um, so, yeah, very, very interesting times. I love this desk, by the way. This feels really good. Nice. That's who we are. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, what's her name? Ma- Malia J. Obama. Her okay. uh, J.P. Morgan bank card next to some lines of coke. I'm also thinking, who would leave their name up like that? Well, no, no, no. See, that's the problem. So I was like, oh, it must be state. But they must have purposely do it, you know. But if we're talking about things like these are corruption, these are big people. Yeah. This is uh, Joe Biden's son. This is Barack Obama's daughter and stuff. We you know, we know through the fucking Epstein shit that people blackmail. They take any advantage that they can use against someone. Mm-hmm. A photo like that could have destroyed Barack Obama as president yeah you know so someone you know hunter biden could have taken that photo as a as a way as a blackmail yeah thing okay yeah i mean um, i i don't deny that this stuff happens all the time there's a lot of shady shit happening but but if, yeah then again and that could be a, a, a fake photo who knows we don't know sure we don't know but what yeah. bugs me more is that how this this stuff just gets swept away he gets censored and says, tells everyone, don't believe it. It's not true. Mm-hmm. This is the truth. There's, there's never any real investigation. There's never any real. Yeah. Okay, let's just let's actually debunk this. Let's prove that it's not real. I don't That's, think that doesn't happen. I don't think they even addressed it. They just banned everyone that shared the article. I mean, New York Times. I mean, that's strange. That's a mainstream media outlet, and if you shared public knowledge, you would be banned from Facebook and Twitter. Well, I mean, that, but no, no. that is that is outrageous. I'm talking about the Hunter Biden, yeah, the Hunter yeah. Biden stuff. But when you yeah. think about when WikiLeaks, when Clinton's emails were released, yeah, remember all over the news in the US, they were telling people that if you possess these emails, you can go to jail. The only people that are allowed to possess these emails are journalists, Th- threatening the public with jail time for reading these emails that it will put out publicly on a public website. Mm. If, if that's not trying to hide something, if that's not trying to scare people away from actually reading it, then I don't know what is. That's, that, yeah. that's incredible. That's highly suspicious, yeah. But one could say, look, it's a PR nightmare. You could be defaming people that are innocent, things like that. That's a very real thing. But yeah, the way in which, the manner in which they jumped to block this article is very, very fishy. Oh, well, it was never denied yeah, it was they, never. They, did, that's they didn't even stand up and say, no, it's not true. It's they not real. Even, they didn't really address it. They just went straight ahead and blocked it. Yeah. So that's that's weird. But, you know, if can you imagine if that went really viral, which it kind of did with them blocking it? So it kind of helped. <laughs> it kind of helped people. Uh, you know, it, it drew more attention to it. But do you think that would have swayed the election? Do you think that really would have been a, a big jack, uh, a big spanner in the works for, for the Biden? party if that got out i mean no because i don't well i uh, i don't think would anyone pay attention i don't think anyone wanted anyone would vote for biden anyway yeah i don't think anyone voted for biden yeah in saying that just to uh counter anyone who's already going oh you must be uh, one of these right-wing crazy conspiracies anyone that voted for biden was actually voting for kamala kamala yeah kamala kamala whatever they were voting for her they're either voting for her or against Trump. 
Yeah. No one voted for Biden. No one. No one. No one, no one yeah. likes yeah. Biden. No yeah. one wants Biden. See, He's yeah, a I, fucking I the even... same reptilian fucking <laughs> shill that we've had for how many fucking? Yeah. I I went to work this morning to get my uh my my breakfast uh in the 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 lunch bar and up on the TV is um uh Biden standing there with his team standing in front of the office of the president elect, and I just looked at him like. I feel like I've just gone back in time. Yeah. It's just re- repeating history. Yeah. Yep. He's had 30 plus years in office. Jeez. I mean, these, these people come from long standing families in politics. Career politicians. Career politicians. Co- yeah. Corrupt career politicians. And anyone that spends a career in politics is fucking corrupt as fuck. Th- this is a, th- yeah, I, I kind of agree that I, I don't buy that that amount of people voted for Biden. <laughs> Gen- genuinely no, voted. No, no, no. 80 million 80 people. million. The, the, the highest vote in the history of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trump outvote. Trump got more votes than he did in 2016. He got like at, at 10 or 7, 7, 6 or 7 more million votes than he did in 2016. But Joe Biden... Old man Joe, who just broke his foot playing with a dog, who who's who likes to read the Palms out of the Bible. You hear that one? The Palms, the Palmists. No. Yeah, having Joe Biden talking about the Palms. No. Palm, Palm seventy one, Palmist, the Palmists, the Psalm. You know, Psalm. It should be Psalm. A yeah. Psalm with yeah. a, a silent P. He goes Palm, Palmists, the Palmists. He thinks it's a silent ass. He's a fucking that. idiot, right? <laughs> I've never heard that. He's a total yeah. fucking idiot. His son's been caught up in all of this fucking crazy mm-hmm. bullshit. And he outvoted every single American president since George fucking Washington. Fuck off. Like, that's, that's not even well, funny. What do, you, what do you say to the people that are like, well, millions more voted because of their, you know, because times have changed, people are more proactive politically, people are sending in more votes by mail, you know, things. I know, I know that there's a big thing now with the, the voter fraud and stuff like that, but do you think more people, because of this universal hatred for Trump, maybe went out and voted? Okay, there is, there is that. Like I'm saying, most people would have voted against Trump. Yeah. Not for Biden, they would have voted for Biden and Harris against Trump, not because they wanted them. But the problem is... The way I see it, the way I think about it is, first of all, if you just put it out there and say mail-in voting, you probably, Biden, the, the votes would have been a red wave all the time. But apparently, now this is not, this is not speculative, this isn't conspiracy, but Democrats did actively go out there. They actively went out there searching for people to vote, convincing people that wouldn't have voted otherwise, that would not have cared about the election, to vote. Oh, it's okay, mail-in voting, you don't even have to leave, just fill out this piece of paper. They probably walk to the front door with a voting form and say, hey, look, can you just, I'm going to I'm gonna tick it all for you. Can you just put your signature there? Uh, or convincing some uh, Mexican in South, uh, South LA, hey, here's 20 bucks, can you just sign this? Which they were caught doing that. They were caught they doing were caught, that. They were they caught were... doing that by the truckload, by the van <laughs> yes. load. Yeah. So 
Yes, there might be legal, legal votes that have people's signatures on it. Mm. But the way that they were obtained, the way that people were bribed, the way that people were brainwashed, the way people were manipulated purely to vote against Trump. Yeah. Of course, of course, if you're going to count the legal votes, if you're going to recount all of the ballots that came in, mm. you're going to get the same number. But you need to look beyond just that. You need to look at how how they convinced people to vote, how they got people to vote. That's not yeah. fucking right. Yeah. And they're, they're, yeah, they're, there'd be so many people literally just putting in a vote because it's not Trump. And that's their whole platform. That's their whole argument is it's not, it's, anything's better than Trump. Yeah, but I don't you think know. there would have been that 80, 80 yeah. million people. So that's more than Obama got. That's more than the more Clintons than, got. More, that's, more than any Democratic Party in the history of the United it's States. It's more right? than any party in the history of the United States. Hmm. Every fucking president since George fucking fucking Washington. Yeah. Joe Biden got. Like, no, come on. No. It's a bit weird. No. Yeah. No one in their sound mind without any manipulation, encouragement, which was the same thing was going on, you know, the at the polling stations mm-hmm. where people went to place, place their ballots. People were standing there. People who accepted the ballots were standing there with vote Biden, Democrat thing. Mm. Apparently, the, the part of the legal thing in the US is you cannot um, have that sort of, I don't know, what, what, the, what the word, like the encouragement, there's a, a word for You can't for influence it. their choice. Yes. Yeah. At the, with, while they've got the pen, you cannot do that. But they were yeah. fucking doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, there's, there's a lot of questionable things I've seen as well. Um, I mean, I've seen stuff in Philadelphia of... Um, you know, we can question the sources and the credibility of it um, definitely because I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> but but there was, there was footage of people in Philadelphia watching people in hoodies with bags of ballots walk in after hours before the election. And it, it really looked like they were allowing votes in, yeah. like, you know, before and after the dates because there was a lot of them that were coming in that were you know predated didn't have any dates on them there were votes know. votes that came in that their received date was on the day that they were sent out mm. the day after they were sent out and even the day before they were sent out right mm-hmm. okay so this becomes a big question everyone's asking oh well there's there has there is a le- there is fraud going on there yeah. is some fraud going on there is Without a doubt, there's a reason, some a reason level, to yeah. investigate and have a look at what's going there's on. There's some level of fraud to an extent yeah. going on. Yeah. Whether that's enough to sway the the result, we don't know. Well, yeah. But but the fact that yeah, it's the, just being dismissed and the fact that mm-hmm. they're running around saying Biden's the president elect, even though legal proceedings are taking place in which the US Constitution says that the president elect will not be named until all legal proceedings have been cleared and have been certified by mm-hmm. the states. You've got people running around saying, oh, Trump refuses to concede and Joe President-elect Biden. Like, fuck off. Like, just yeah. grow the fuck up and well, open he's, your he's, eyes. he's refusing to concede. I, I get that because it's it's not it's actually not over. Because, you know, some would argue that it is because they want to close the floodgates right mm. now to, to seal their victory. But it's it's about it's about fairness for me. Yeah. It's, it's not about being pro-Trump. It's about fairness for election. And if there is evidence of fraud... There's multiple questions. One is to what extent, and two, how often has it happened in the past? Mm. And three, 
what systems are guilty of allowing this fraud to happen? How deep does the fraud go? And yeah, like my, my question is, has it been used before this way elections? And yes, it, it has. Yeah, yes, it has. And I think the answer would be yes. And I think that that is precisely why there, there is a war going on, because I think if, if something gets exposed that puts in question the entire democratic process for the past couple of decades, America's fucked. It's going to crumble. Mm-hmm. This whole system is going to fall like a, house, like a house of cards. Because, you know, for, like I said, it's not about being pro-Trump. It's about being fair and i think it's the people screaming that joe's the winner right now i would probably be biting my tongue like because you don't you don't know i don't know yeah nobody knows nobody knows but you know especially the mainstream news who are just as guilty of pushing a winner when there actually isn't one Mm. you know there's two (sighs) things there's two things right first of all evelyn says uh Where's the evidence? You know, where's the evidence? Well, just open your fucking eyes. Stop looking at the mainstream media that's telling you there is no evidence or telling you that it's all lies. Look, find the evidence yourself. It's right fucking there. I've seen it. Everyone's seen it. People have sworn <laughs> legally on the um, thing of what's, what's it? Perjury. The perjury. Lying to the law. People have written affidavits, witness eye statements. All the evidence is there. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh, but where's the evidence? Secondly, I want to, there's some, I, it was an article, it was not an article, it was like a headline, but I saw so much sort of irony in the way that it was written or in just what it said or how it said it, that when Trump announced that he wanted to redo, keep doing rallies, okay, they were saying, oh, so it's, so he could build public support for his um, legal, um, uh, thing against the election. And you're telling me that the mainstream media, that all of this stuff that's going on through social media, mainstream media, that they're not also trying to sway public opinion in their... In their own way. Their yeah. own way? Yeah. I think everyone's trying to sway it's, public it's opinion anyway. Fuck. Yeah. What the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, let me, let me, let me queue up another song. <laughs> I don't know where we just went there. <laughs> Wait, I was about to end on, on some point, poignant thought, but I've forgotten. Um, What's your poignant thought? My sure. my point, I'd, I'd, because it's been a while since and I've been trying to bottle down, but I feel like I just wanted to be a bit energetic on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to end it with saying thanks to people listening. Thanks um, to you. Thank you. Uh, I want to thank myself as well. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, here's up on uh, Instagram. No longer on Twitter. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Oh, we've got some good stuff coming up. We've got, we're going to do maybe an end of year podcast. We're going to get some people together. We're going to keep it fun. Um, but I was just really excited to uh, christen this new setup. Yes, yes it's, all, yeah. it's all about this new space. Well, same space. New feel, new vibe. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm upright. I'm fucking energized. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Uh, but it ain't over yet. The year's not over yet. No, we still got a bit to go. Anything could happen. Anything can happen. And I think we have to strap ourselves in because we're in for a hell of a ride. <laughs> this next year's going to be crazy. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Woohoo.